Nobody has regretted putting all on the altar. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. You are listening to The Altar Life. It's Saturday night, 9 o'clock, all the way here to 11 o'clock. My name is Brent, and I'm sitting next to a very attractive man named... Whoa, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks. I, I heard. That. I mean, I don't think that, but I heard that. <laughs> My wife thinks so. Anyway. <laughs> so we got some good music for you coming your way for two hours straight. No commercials. That's the best part of our show. Yeah. Tonight is a tribute night. We're going <laughs> to be tributing our... Our Savior Jesus Christ and what He did for us on the cross, and um, you know, Jeff, in this world, in this, you know, the the thought of Jesus on the cross dying for us has been trivialized to the point of where a lot of people just take it for granted. I mean, you walk into a Catholic church and you see Jesus hanging on a cross on some gold icon in the church or whatever, and I mean, it's just, it's just, and everyone's got their opinion on what it, what it was about, what it looked like, you know. Um, but, you know, it was a real thing that happened. Yeah, I think we uh, can... Sometimes it loses the luster and the, the power because it's something that we're so familiar with and it's something that we see portrayed in so many different ways. And uh, it can really, you know, dull the effect that it should have in our life because it's like, yeah, I know Jesus died for my sins, blah, 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 go on. You know, you grow up in the church, you hear about it so much that it almost becomes... You know, like that person that is whiny and their voice is annoying and you just get used to it because you hear it all the time. Like Brent and Jeff in the altar life. But <laughs> like if that. you think about it, like when you get used to hearing something, it loses the effect. And we want to kind of shake it up and, and wake ourselves up to the fact that when Jesus died on the cross, it wasn't just like, oh, ho-hum, you know, whoop-dee-doo, I know I'm saved because of it. It was something that changed the face of the universe. And we're going to kind of just, like Brent said, uh, tr- do a tribute. And just we're going to read a lot of scripture tonight. We're going to allow the word to speak for itself. There's not much that we can add to it. Um, and just allow it to just resonate in your hearts. The fact that Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sins. You know, and that's the only reason why we can even sit here and talk about it. It's because that reality of what he did has touched our hearts. And, um, you know, it's made an impact in our lives. And, you know, we just hope and pray that tonight... That truth, that very fundamental truth of Jesus down the cross, does further work in all of our lives as we're listening to it. So our prayer for you is that you can listen, listen to the word, listen to these songs, and just focus in on Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. What do you say we uh, crank it up a notch? I'm intrigued. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Um, we're just going to read some scripture. Some something from God's word and just kind of describes the what happened um, and why Jesus Christ had to die for us. Hebrews chapter 9 is a great chapter talking about the remission of sins and how blood was necessary. So we're just going to start in chapter 9 verse 11 of Hebrews. It says, But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of bulls and goats, But with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from the dead works to serve the living God? As Jeff read, you know, the old Jewish tradition was used to sacrifice animals 
and you just have a certain way. You used to be have to cut them up, let the animals bleed, <laughs> and um, Jesus became our animal, our lamb sacrifice, um, let wash over us, and uh, that blood of Christ, that blood, that actual glory event that Jesus went through. You know, circum, you know, not circumvented, but paid in full completely. Um, that sacrifice that people used to do periodically, you know, every yeah. year, or every, you know, multiple times during the year. He did it once and for all. Yeah, we're going to continue to talk about the fact that it was once for all, for all total, not just, you know, the people that decide to walk into a church building. Jesus died for everybody on this planet. It's up to them to receive it. It's up to you to receive it tonight. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Savior by Skillet. We're going to continue where we left off in verse 15, chapter 9. Brent, you want to read that? Yeah, sure. It says, And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant, by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the internal inheritance. For where there is a testament, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is in force after men are dead, since it has no power at all while the testator lives. Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. The interesting thing about that is um, the fact that, you know, Brent said before, Jesus didn't come to abolish what was instituted in the first covenant. Uh, He came to fulfill it completely. All those things that were before time, and you look um, in the book of Leviticus, all the sacrifices that are instituted there, it was all a picture pointing to the ultimate sacrifice that was going to be made. In the story of Abraham and Isaac, Abraham knows that God has promised that Isaac is going to have children, and his descendants are going to be like the stars in the sky. And he has to rely on God's word to point to future events. That, are, that he's promised. And uh, even Isaac says, you know, wait a minute, where's the lamb that is going to be sacrificed? You know, I'm bringing the wood, I'm bringing all this stuff. What's going on? And, and Abraham, in most profound faith, says, God will provide himself a lamb for the sacrifice. And then if you look in John 1, 29, John the Baptist actually gets to point out the lamb. He says, behold, the lamb, God takes away the sin of the world. It's just awesome how scripture um, just speaks and just resonates in our life and we want to allow it to do that tonight so that's why we're going to be reading a lot (laughs) yeah and why did he have to die that what i just read just speaks to that and says he had to die because it was a new testament and you know a testament's not good until somebody dies you know (laughs) the the testator it says you know um until that testator dies you know you it's it's like doesn't have its effect it's It's a stamp yeah so jesus had to die he had to die and be raised again for that to happen the Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. This is our tribute show to Jesus Christ and um, the crucifixion and the sacrifice that he was for us on the cross. And um, we're going to keep reading the word because the word is truth and that's the real deal, you know, story. Yeah, we've all heard other people slants on it. We've all heard... Yeah, this happened and that and blah, 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 blah. But, and, you know, you go get your cute little golden cross and you wear it on your chest. and You got your Yahweh, like your yeah. T-shirts and, like... You know, and I hate, I hate it. There used to be these T-shirts that would have Jesus, like, in all these different situations, like boxing Jesus and this Jesus. Oh, my God, And it was so... I, You know, it was a Christian, quote-unquote, Christian organization, <laughs> but I felt like it was so blasphemous because, you know, 
the, the, who Jesus really was and, the, and what he did on the cross is like, you know, it's it's to be revered, I think, because yeah. it's, it, I mean, it's not worth throwing in to some worldly box. You know, it doesn't have a box. And um, so we're going to keep going on this and uh, keep reading from this passage in Hebrews chapter 9. Verse 18 is where Brent left off, so we'll pick up right there. It says, Therefore, not even the first covenant was dedicated without blood. Even back in the Old Testament, there had to be sacrifice. For when Moses had every had spoken every precept to the, all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water, scarlet wool, and hyssop, and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you, similar to what Jesus said at the Last Supper, the blood of the new covenant. Then likewise he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and all the vessels of the ministry, and according to the law, almost all things are purified with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. That's just a great verse, and we'll just stop right there, that Jesus, in shedding his blood, fulfilled all all the blood that was shed by the different lambs and goats, and throughout history, it was all a picture of what Jesus was ultimately going to do on the cross, and said that he died for all, once and for all. And um, you know, it's just it, an amazing thing. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Passion of Jesus Christ, and um, you know, if you're a YouTube fan, you know, we, I just Jeff and I were just watching today this YouTube thing where the ambassador from Cross Movement does a does a, a song and talks about the cross, and there's a video, um, and it's just they cut up, you know, scenes from that movie, and and it just kind of visually stimulates, even though that's not it's just a movie's chance at trying to figure out what it looked like. Um, it's a really eye-opening experience on, on just looking at what actually happened, the blood that he shed, the, the amount of beating that he took. And, the, you know, there's different times where you just see, you know, streams of blood just drop, you know, running down the cross and dripping on the ground. And you're just thinking to yourself, man, like, don't, I can't even watch the whole thing. Like, it's just so, like, graphic. Mm. And, um, but it's reality. And you just let that wash over your heart and you go, I can't believe, you know, it doesn't seem right that that guy would get beaten to that extent you know for who for what you know what I mean <laughs> and you know the things that we're doing we're reading the scripture plain and simple we're not trying to give you our own opinion and you know skew your opinion of what the crucifixion was all about so what better song to play than keep it simple by Redeemed Thought hey it's Josh from December Radio hey this is Crystal Myers hey this is Josh from Nevertheless hey we're Cajun's Call and you're listening to The, the Altar, Altar Life, Life with Brent and Jeff, Jeff. Right, so Switchfoot just sang about redemption and the rest of this Hebrews chapter 9. We're going to pick it up in verse 23. It says, Therefore it was necessary, it needed to be done, that the copies of the things in heaven should be purified with these, this blood, this sacrifice. But the, the heavenly things themselves with better, better sacrifice than these. For Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often, as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another. He then would have had to suffer once, or some sorry, suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now, once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed for man to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. You know, back in the old day, you know, 
the whole holy, most holy high priest would go into the the holy of ta- holiest of holies in the tabernacle and would do a sacrifice for the nation of Israel, and um, he used to do it often, like every year. It says, and um, you know, Jesus wasn't like that sacrifice where yet you know, otherwise he'd have to die and go through that horrible mess every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says that he, you know, he's now in the holy of holies, not the one that was the representation, yeah, the built uh, the building, one that we built with our hands, you know, but. The actual one in heaven, and um, by his sacrifice, doing it one time for all, um, one time, you know, for the rest. You know, it says men, men die once and enter heaven, and so he died once, and now he's the sacrifice in heaven, in that holy of holies, uh, the payment for our sins, and it says our salvation, our redemption. Yeah, that's great. Um, this next song we're gonna play is a '90s flashback. It's called "Crimson for Downy Flake" by Eager. Just a great picture of the transaction that was made on the cross. Our wickedness and our filthiness in place of righteousness that Jesus gave to us. The Bible says that God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that we might be the righteousness of God through him. So here it is, our 90s flashback, Crimson for Downy Flakes. 90s flashback. That was You by PFR from 2001. A great song, um, just speaking to the Lord and about the sacrifice that he made. You know, Jesus was the representation, the first example of someone laying their life on the altar, like that lamb that was sacrificed. And that's, you know, the complete inspiration for our show. And we're just thankful that he did that for us. And, uh, you know, the one thing that we can use to apply this to our life is that Jesus didn't ask us to do anything that he didn't first do for us. He asked us to lay our life down, to take up our cross daily and follow him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we always talk about living the altar life. You know, that's what our show is called. And, you know, it's it's called laying our lives down and uh, being real and living for Jesus. And um, the only reason we can and we we have the ability to do that is because of what Jesus already did. He already paid the price. He already was, lived the altar life. And um, he already took his cross up for his heavenly Father, God the Father and um, paid for our sins and now we have the opportunity we can actually do that Um, it's something that should make us just so excited to worship him some that should sober our minds a little bit just to think you know and you know as we're going through this world and there's so many distractions and things that fly at us all the time you know to think that you know what back in the time what jesus really did for us you know is it worth you know is it worth going against what he's for um, when you come to that moment of temptation or that moment of challenge, um, is it worth betraying that sacrifice that he did? I mean, he laid it all on the line for me. You know, why can't I lay it all on the line when it comes to my relationship with him? Um, why can't I do that? And um, we should. And that's a challenge to me. You know, I really fail in this area. But, um, you know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it, man. Let's live an altar life. You know, let's really live it. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna say it, we're gonna say we're Christians like Christ, which is what Christian yeah. really means. Um, we should really be like Christ and lay our lives down for our heavenly Father. And um, you know, we're not gonna be perfect like He was, but um, you know, with His help and with His strength and power um, and His resurrection power, uh, we can do that. The altar life with Brent and Jeff. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Thankfully, Jesus shed his blood for us, so our sins are bye-bye. Ocean's floor, baby, never to be 
dug up again. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, we are also bye-bye. That's right. Because we're, uh, we're out of time. I, uh, you may have noticed we for- chose to forgo the unbelievable segment this week because what is more unbelievable than the fact that Jesus would lay his life down for us? And uh, that's what we were talking about, the most unbelievable thing. Uh, which is Jesus Christ and his sacrifice. So tune in next week. We'll bring it back. Don't worry. Yeah, and if you don't know what we're talking about through this whole show and you want to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you can do that. All you have to do is believe that he did that for you and confess your sins to him and let that blood that he that he shed on the cross wash over you. And, um, and then after that, all you got to do is to be a cool cat. Live for Christ. Period. Period.